The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, the Irish Independent has reported today that GSOC has investigated 80 cases related to domestic, sexual and gender-based violence in the Garda Corner last year. Joining me now with the story is news correspondent with the Irish Independent, Ellen Coyne. Ellen, good morning. Good morning. Now, what detail do we have here or are these just numbers and we have to speculate as to what might be behind them? So what we know about these numbers is that they are estimates. GSOC, like a lot of other organisations, has limitations on its data collection. And obviously as well, when GSOC is conducting an investigation, it could be fast moving and those numbers can change. But we know that broadly, in 2022, GSOC initiated 80 investigations related to domestic, sexual and gender-based violence. Some of those would have been complaints about Gardaí themselves perpetrating sexual violence or domestic abuse. Others could be examples of Gardaí exploiting their position and using a position of authority or power for sexual gain. And then at the other side of it, the complaints could relate to a failure on the part of Gardaí to investigate allegations of domestic violence or sexual abuse. So um, it is a very interesting topic because it is an emerging area. GSOC is on the record as saying that across the world and in Ireland, we're becoming more aware of the phenomenon of people in a position of power abusing that position for sexual gain. And we know that it's an issue that has come up in the Gardaí and it's something that the Garda Commissioner himself has spoken about as well. Yeah. I mean, the, the, Mr. Harris said, reminded Garda that abuse of power for sexual gain would be regarded as a serious breach of discipline and would result in disciplinary action, including dismissal. Um, you know, it depends on the nature of this thing, um, but it sounds to me like it might be a crime. Absolutely. And I know that there have been instances in the past where GSOC has been asked to step in, where people had concerns about times when the Gardaí would have been tasked with investigating other Gardaí who had been accused of domestic abuse or sexual violence. When we're looking at these figures and reports that, um, you know, these complaints to GSOC are increasing, I suppose we do have to consider the fact that over the past few years, particularly since the pandemic, awareness of domestic abuse and sexual violence in Ireland has increased. So it could be a good thing sometimes if you have more people coming forward and making complaints, it might not be a sign that prevalence is increasing. It could be a sign that awareness Mm. is increasing. And I think what's interesting is that GSOC has actually flagged that they think that this is an area that's going to require greater attention in future. And we know that there is a law going through the Oireachtas at the moment that will give, uh, will turn GSOC into a new office of of a kind of ombudsman that will have more independence and more power. And under that change, the definition of harm that can be investigated will include harm caused by sexual violence. So the Gardaí are, it looks like the Gardaí are going to be far more accountable and there's going to be far more scrutiny on this area in future. Now, the the kind of thing we're maybe talking about in in cases where it's domestic abuse by a Garda of a partner living at home, um, that's one thing. And uh, we know that uh, historically, the attitude of police forces the world over used to be, oh, sure, it's only a domestic Um, And therefore, they may not have in the past taken the actions that they should have done. There's more reality about that now and more awareness in the Garda force. So they do tend to try to protect people who might be subject to that. But if a Garda is suspected of doing it himself, the question is, how rigorously will the colleagues investigate that uh, happening? 
Exactly. And that's a, a cultural issue, not just in the Gardaí, but as you mentioned, in police forces all over the world. And when I asked the, the Gardaí about this, a spokesperson uh, kind of reminded me that the guards did commence an internal review last year in what from what they described as a lessons learned perspective of uh, gender based violence and domestic abuse in, incidents that had actually involved members of Angarda Shiakona over the past two years. So that review is actually currently still ongoing. So the Gardaí are looking at you know, looking at themselves and kind of analysing the way that they have responded to these crimes in the past. We know that GSOC has been very proactive on this as well. So last year, you probably would have remembered the government launched a major zero tolerance strategy on domestic, sexual and gender based violence. No. We got documents under Freedom of Information that showed that GSOC actually successfully lobbied the Department of Justice to make sure that there was a reference in that strategy to looking at how the Gardaí respond to these crimes and um, documents show that that had actually followed GSOC getting complaints about a poor guard response to victims of these crimes. Now, we will maybe someday get a chapter and verse. I mean, when you watch the cop shows on television, uh, the idea of a, a cop, for example, about to bust someone for drug possession, uh, maybe someone who's a prostitute, and then in exchange for sexual favours, they drop the charges or don't pursue them. That's the kind of thing you, you might imagine. But we don't know. And that's the truth of it. How many of these cases do we know, Ellen, are historic? In other words, that people are having having the courage to come forward and make those complaints now. Because if you look at uh, 30 so far initiated this year, 80 last year, there's 110. You're heading for 1% of the guard, the force uh, might be involved in this kind of thing. But this could be the accumulation of charges over a, a long number of years, which therefore would dilute that percentage down to, you know, almost an imperceptible uh, percentage of the total guard, the force. It's a very good question. And, you know, GSOC were fairly candid that, you know, these figures are just estimates. It can't give us that sort of detailed breakdown. It's important to remember as well, we know, unfortunately, the scourge of domestic, sexual and gender-based violence is pervasive across all of society. And when you have a huge group of people like Angarda Shiakona, you know, they're going to be, they're going to be, have just as many chances of having perpetrators within their force as any other industry. So I think that is a very important point to make. And on the point about historic um, you, we know that the guards have been far more proactive on this issue. They've made a great effort to encourage people to come forward, particularly since the pandemic, when unfortunately the lockdown had the unfortunate consequence of worsening uh, circumstances for victims of domestic abuse who were trapped in their homes with the perpetrator. So the guards have definitely become more proactive on this issue. We know that uh, Drew Harris has spoken at policing authority meetings. He sent memos to his own force to remind them how seriously right. this will be taken if they do find an incident where a guard has been involved in perpetrating domestic, sexual or gender-based violence. Ellen Coyne, news correspondent with the Irish Independent. Uh, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.